0: Hey guys, welcome to the One Life Church podcast. We're so glad you're joining us today. And we hope this message encourages you and strengthens your faith. Enjoy the message. Hey, good morning, church. It's great to have you with us again. Hey, new month, uh, the month of October. We've got a new series for this month, uh, and it's all on communication. It's actually called The Art of Communication. So it's exciting to be starting a new sermon series with you today, and I uh, hope that you can uh, get something out of this month and what, what we're going to share throughout this month. And uh, today I've titled my message, Are Your Words Clothed in Love? It's, it's an, a, an amazing aspect of our lives that God has given us uh, the ability to communicate. We all have a tongue. We all have the ability to understand language. You know, there's so many different languages in the world, and we all have this ability to be able to communicate. But the challenge is, as believers and as people, do we always communicate our words with love? And are our words always clothed in love? And uh, if you have ever driven a car in heavy traffic, you'll understand that, you don't always necessarily have to use words to communicate. Uh, I've been in the car before and I don't know about you, but I've seen gestures. I've seen facial expressions that indicate that other people aren't real happy. And so we've got all these different ways that we can communicate with people. And uh, it'd be fair to say that some people do that a lot better than others. I'm not just talking about driving a car in heavy traffic. I'm talking about the way in which we communicate with other people. And see, sometimes uh, I'm guilty of of using my words, uh, not in a respectful way, not in a loving way. In fact, um, sometimes uh, my words, they don't come out the way that I had anticipated. Even when I'm, I'm uh, you know, coming to prepare a message and I have sermon notes, uh, it can even come out differently to what I've actually got written down, point format. Uh, but, you know, God is, is uh, moving in our lives and moving in our hearts as believers. And uh, how, how do we use our language in a good and helpful way? Uh, And I I want our words, I want my words to be clothed in love when I communicate with other people. So it's not just our spoken words, but it's actually our written words as well. Anyone that's on social media will know what I'm talking about. How well do you communicate? your words in love towards other people. And how is that interpreted? Um, I just want to just segue real quick. Uh, Last week, uh, I decided that I would go out into my lawn, take a little bit of uh, pride in the way the garden's looking at the moment with spring coming on. And I bought some Dynamic Lifter. And, uh, you know, I'm much to my neighbor's century pleasure, I'm sure. Uh, I went out and I spread all that Dynamic Lifter all over the lawn. And uh, after I actually came back in, I'm like, man, I still smell like that stuff, do you know? And and Rochelle actually said to me, hey, we should go down the street and do this and do that. And I said, man, I cannot go down the street at the moment. I smell like, I don't smell good. Um, and, and, you know, our words sometimes can be like that. You know, we can, we can communicate certain things and, and, and we can just smell of attitude. We can smell of stuff that's not good. But, you know, I'm just more mindful these days of the way in which I communicate, the way in which I speak to make sure my words are always clothed in love. And, and, and as I said, it, it pains me to say, but there's times in my life where, where I haven't done that well you know, um, in in my relationships with other people, uh, in in our marriage, there's often times where I've said things and it's like, you just can't take those words back, you know, and and sometimes our words actually, you know, don't come out the way that we always anticipated. And we say things that we really shouldn't say at times. And, uh, you know, I just want to, Uh, take a look at this today and and how we can speak better, how we can think better in the way that we relate to other people. Uh, I've uh, read a book uh, in the last couple of years by John C. Maxwell called Everyone Communicates But Few Connect. And uh, in that book, John Maxwell goes to great lengths to explain all the different ways in which we can use different keys to communicate better with other people and actually make a connection with people. And uh, underpinning Uh, The premise of John Maxwell's book is this, that communication is all about others. See, it's, it's not about what I can get from people, but it's about what I can give and what I can do. And it's, it's almost like our service towards others, you know, making an investment in other people's lives. And, and there's an illustration that John starts in his book that I just want to share with us today that illustrates how not to do that well, how we can actually come to a place sometimes where our words are not interpreted in the right way and we can get things from the wrong angle. And so I just want to share a story about a Texas ranger and, uh, you know, there was this guy by the name of George Rodriguez uh, in, in Mexico, and he used to come across the border, and he used to rob banks. And uh, the the uh, Texas uh, constabulary at the time, they, they started off these rangers to go and try to trap rodriguez and try to capture him for all the money that he'd stolen and i'm just going to pick the story up here on page 14 of john's book and it says late one afternoon one of these rangers saw rodriguez slipping across the border back into mexico and trailed him at a discreet distance he watched as the outlaw returned to his home village and mingled with the people in the square when rodriguez went into his favorite cantina to relax the ranger slipped in and managed to get the drop on him with a pistol to the bank robber's head, the lawman said, "George Rodriguez, I know who you are. I've come to get back all the money that you have stolen from the banks in Texas. Unless you give it to me, I'm going to blow your brains out." Rodriguez could see that the man's badge, he could see the man's badge and could discern his hostile intent, but there was a problem. He didn't speak English. He began speaking rapidly in Spanish, but the ranger couldn't understand what he said. Because he didn't speak Spanish. Just then, a young boy came up and said in English, I can help, I can speak English and Spanish. Do you want me to be your translator? The ranger nodded. The boy quickly explained everything the ranger had said. Nervously, Rodriguez answered, Tell the big Texas ranger that I have not spent a cent of the money. If he will go to the town well, face north, and count down five stones, he will find a loose one there pull it out and all the money is behind there please tell him quickly the boy looked back at the ranger and said senor george rodriguez is a brave man he says he's ready to die <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a bit of a, a funny joke when you think about, you know, uh, you know, the young boy, you know, using this opportunity to turn it around for his own advantage. But how often do we do that in our conversation? How often do we do our, use our language for our own benefit and our own gain rather than making an investment in someone else? And uh, connecting well with others may not be a matter of life and death, but it could be the difference between success and failure, and I want to make my connection with others success, successful, and, uh, and I trust that you do too. Uh, John C. Maxwell has this quote. He says, The ability to connect with others begins with understanding the value of people. And uh, you know, we, we need to have this attitude of just valuing people. And uh, you know, the Bible teaches us all about the life of Christ and uh, you know, th- the fact that Jesus valued other people, uh, he valued what it was for people to come to, to know God as, as an intimate father, a loving father. And uh, I, I've just got to challenge myself where is my attitude when it comes to connecting with people in this way? Do I see people around about me as an inconvenience? Um, do I get uncomfortable around about people? Do I, do I lack confidence? Do you know what? The honest answer is I, I, I experience all those things from time to time when I go to connect with people. Sometimes uh, there's, there's people that I, I see and I think, oh, geez, I'm, re- I'm really not prepared at the moment to talk to that person. But, you know, there's this nudge from the Holy Spirit to say, hey, come on, come on get 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 over that get over that get over those things that you see as limiting upon yourself and make a genuine connection with this person today see as christ representatives we have a tremendous responsibility to do this well regardless of our perceived limitations and let me tell you that god is all about using imperfect people all throughout the bible he used people that that would come up with excuses that would say, "Oh no, but there's this limit, or there's this. Or I've got to do that, or I'm not this enough, or whatever." You know, think about Moses. You know, Moses said that he couldn't speak well, and 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 he struggled to get words out and, and here's God saying you know you're going to go to Pharaoh and you're going to do this no 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 choose someone else choose someone else there's Gideon and Gideon says you know but I'm the least of the least and you know I'm from the the, the, the least known powerful clan and, and you know we can often look at things as as excuses to why we shouldn't actually make an investment in the life of others and um, the, the, it goes on and on the the word of God goes on and on even, even the apostle Paul said that you know he didn't come and use eloquent speech and his talking was quite simple and see it really doesn't take much to actually open our mouths and and just be friendly with people and speak in a way that is engaging and a way that that they know that that hey we we love them and that that we want them to know that the savior that we know as well and uh, so how do we ensure that our words are always clothed in love. And I want us to look at four things this morning. And firstly, is we must understand to value other people. We really must value other people. And, uh, you know, John 3.16 is a verse that most Christians know and often gets held up. Uh, you know, it's even been in movies. You know, John 3.16, someone in the crowd. For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whosoever shall believe in Him will not perish, but have everlasting life. God loves you know, in fact, in fact, God says in the Word that He is love. You know, we hear that, that God is love. And um, that those that, that don't love God don't, don't know God. And, uh, you know, we, we need to be able to, first of all, see that people are valued. That's something that we've got to be able to do as people, value other people. It was the primary motivation that took Jesus Christ to the cross because he didn't see his life as something to, to, to hold on to, but he saw that there was a greater cause and a greater need to love other people and see that Father's love come to other people's lives. And So how do we do that? Well, we do that by valuing other people. And often it means, you know, foregoing our own preference, foregoing our own agenda at times to say, hey, now you know what, this person right now, I'm going to give them my full attention. I'm going to be everything that I can be for this person right now. I'm going to value this person. It's not about me, it's about them. And uh, praise God that, that God loved us that much that he came for us. He didn't make it all about himself. He didn't make it even all about Jesus and Jesus having a a great little experience down on the earth. But he had a greater mission in mind and that was to reach you and to reach me with his great love. So see the value and understand the value in other people. Secondly, we must endeavor to always speak the truth in love, and it's not always easy to do this right, but uh, the Bible uh, gives us a great tool to be able to use. You know, uh, to use the Word of God to the way that it was intended to be used, allow the Holy Spirit to come around about our lives and to bring conviction about His Word and the way that we are to uh, reach out to other people in this world and make a connection with them in a positive way, but to speak truth In a loving way. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 15 says, Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of his body, the church. I don't know about you. But I want to be able to speak the truth in love. I want to be able to grow more and more like Christ. And it's my heart's desire to be like Jesus. In fact, as Christians, that's the motivation in our lives is to be like Jesus. You know, what would Jesus do in this situation? What would Jesus do in this circumstance? How can I approach this person in light or in view of what Jesus would do? You know, speak truth in a loving way. God is love, as I said before. Uh, One John and verse four, uh, chapter four and verse eight says, and therefore love. You know, love is at the core of everything that we have to do as believers. You know, uh, I, I just I'm so grateful that God loved me, and God loves you. And uh, you know, it's a starting point for our lives is to just really value people, and to realise that we need to speak that truth to other people in a loving way thirdly um, in the area of our thoughts and attitudes and ephesians chapter 4 i'm just sharing a couple of verses out of ephesians 4 today ephesians chapter 4 verses 23 to 24 says this instead let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes what's in our heart put on your new nature created to be like god truly righteous and holy people may hear your words, but they feel your attitude. That's a quote from John C. Maxwell. People may hear your words, but they will feel your attitude. And, you know, sometimes just like me spreading that dynamic lifter around about the yard, I might be using all the right words and saying all the right things, but my attitude, it may not be right, you know, when it comes to actually where am I at in relation to connecting with this person right now. Is my attitude right Am my thoughts are in the right place. Am I having righteous thoughts? Am I having godly thoughts towards this person? Hey, Holy Spirit, give us a check in those moments. Allow the Holy Spirit to give you that check. And, and, but don't use that as an excuse to say, I'm, I'm in the wrong place at this time. Come on, Lord, just move through my life. Allow me grow me help me you know use me in this situation just to love on these people and to use my words to speak truth to use my words to to value to use my words just to bring the love of christ to people's life fourthly we need to ask ourselves will our words encourage the receiver you know one thing that i've found is when it comes to uh you know doing life with people everyone has a story And we need to be able to give people room and space to be able to tell their story. This moment, it's about me being able to listen to what this person has to say. To be able to listen and make an investment in that person's life sometimes requires that to remain closed and for these to remain really open. So that when we do have an opportunity to speak, we can make sure that our words will bring encouragement to the person who's going to receive them. We don't want to use our words to tear people down. We want to use our words to build people up. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 29 says, don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. See, no matter uh, what people may present in life at the core of their life is a need to be loved and a need to be accepted and praise God that as believers we have the opportunity to engage people in in an amazing way not just you know for our own self-gain in fact not for our self-gain but for the emphasis being on the other person How can I make an investment today in those people around about me? And I want to encourage us today to think about those people, think about those opportunities that we've had in the past where we've blown it. We've all blown it. I've blown it. I'll probably continue to blow it. But praise God, uh, His Spirit of grace that works through us and He helps us and He empowers us to have another go, you know, get get out there, push past those things that want to come around about our lives as limitations. You know, as I said before, whatever those things are that try to hold us us back. Hey, God's abilities through us are greater. And I want to encourage us today that that we don't allow those things that we see as as limiting around about our lives to hold us back from the greater things that God has for us. God desires to reach people in this world with his love. And uh, there's no greater way that we can do that than our, our ability to communicate, our ability to connect with people. So, hey, you know, one, do you value people? Do you value them? Do you see the value in others? Jesus saw the value in other people. God saw the value in other people. Allow that same nature to come over our lives to value people. You know, secondly, you know, we need to look at at, at our endeavor to be able to speak the truth in love towards other people, that our words will just bring about the truth of the gospel in a loving way to people's lives. Thirdly, you know, is the area of our thoughts and attitudes. You know, where are our thoughts at? Where are our attitudes at? Are we keeping them in check you know or, or, or your attitudes like that dynamic lifter you know going across the neighborhood to to your neighbors and and then you know whoa you know you can't mistake that you know our words bringing around a sweet aroma to other people's lives rather than something that is not so sweet and uh, fourthly will your words encourage other people see the enemy works tirelessly relentlessly at just making withdrawals from people's lives. And uh, we don't want to be people that make withdrawals from people's lives. We don't want to use people uh, to our own advantage, but we want to be able to say, hey, how can I make an investment in someone else today? How can I reach out to someone? Maybe, maybe even someone that, for whatever reason, you struggle with. How can God work through that situation where you can actually see that person valued, where you can actually get a real heart for that person and, and just be able to make a connection with them and love on them in a way that God had intended for us to do? John ten ten, as I alluded to, uh, you know the enemy's chief aim is to to rob. Um, uh, to kill and destroy. But Jesus said that He came to bring life, and that, that the life that He came to bring was an overflowing life, a life that just continually pours out, a life that just continually gives. And, uh, you know, the, the same is for us. We, we have this opportunity to have a life that just continually pours out, overflows from the good things that the Holy Spirit is doing within us into the lives of others. And ultimately, the way in which we communicate, the words that we speak, you know, the text messages that we write, the the, the comments that we put on social, we communicate in a way that values and encourages and loves other people. See, our words, are they going to be clothed in rags or are they going to be clothed in love? And my encouragement and my challenge to us, church, is to use our words to the greatest effect, to, to allow our words to be covered in love, to be clothed in love, to value other people. I love this quote, which I want to finish with today. And this is from musician Charlie Parker. And uh, I put my foot in it last week about the song that I wrote. I do actually play saxophone as well, but I'm not about to give a saxophone rendition. Okay, But Charlie Parker was a, a saxophonist. And uh, he said this, he says, if you don't live it, it won't come out your horn. And see. As believers, we need to be people that actually live this stuff every day. We don't just dip our toe into the river. We actually get fully submersed in the river that Jesus has for us, yeah? And, And out of that abundance, it'll overflow into other people. So my challenge is, hey... Keep your words clothed in love, church. Even in these times that we find ourselves living in when it's challenging, where, where we get frustrated, where, where sometimes it's hard to understand where the other person's coming from. Hey, let's be the point of difference in this world. Let's be people that speak the truth in love. Let's be people that make an investment into the lives of others and stop withdrawing but making positive deposits into people's lives and people's hearts. Hey, I'm going to pray. Father, we just want to thank you for your word thank you that you came uh to to speak life into our lives And I thank you, Lord, that you can take, Father, even those things that we see as limiting and you can turn them into something so marvelous. Lord, uh, it doesn't matter whether we've got introverted uh, personalities. It doesn't matter whether we struggle in certain areas of being able to connect with people. Lord, as we take those steps of faith to connect with people, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would just give us the right words to speak. Lord, I pray that you would allow us, Father, just to be uh, able to be inconvenienced even on our own agenda, Father, for your agenda. Lord, we want to see people loved. We want to see people encouraged. And we thank you, Holy Spirit that today and this week ahead and throughout this month, this series that we're doing on the art of communication, that Lord, you help us to be better and more effective communicators. Lord, we thank you for your word and that your word speaks life, that your word was in the beginning. And Lord, that you are a creative God that just desires to bring life to our lives. And we just want to receive all that you have for us. But Lord, we want to be able to impart that into other people as well. And we ask this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hey, God bless you. Have an amazing week this week. And I look for your words to be clothed in love towards others in any way that you communicate this week. Allow the Holy Spirit just to give you that prompt and encourage you to be a person that can speak in a loving way and communicate in a loving way. Hey, God bless. Have a great week.